Hi, friends, and welcome to the Robcast. This is the first Robcast of 2016, so Happy New Year, and I'm so glad uh, that you're listening. You know, usually uh, I have like an outline, like I know exactly where I'm headed with the episode, and so I've got it in front of me, and I work really, really hard so that there's a very particular flow to things, and I always know where I am. And so if I do riff or sort of go off the outline, I always know where I am in it. But I don't, I don't really, <laughs> I don't have an outline today because um, I'm just not in that zone. Uh, I uh, had the Largo show December 21st, and it was just a blast. We actually recorded it and put it on my website. But then um, from there, it was like vacation time. And I'm still... In, uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? I'm still in the vacation groove. Um, this summer when the kids were out of school, we did the Everything is Spiritual tour. So as a family, we did uh, 31 cities, lived on a bus. So that was the summer. And then the kids started school like August, uh, like August 18th, I think. So the summer started, we got on a bus, we did, uh, went around the whole country and then got back and went right back into school and all that groove. So it has been a, um, that was like a serious 2015. There was like a serious um, pace and it was so much fun. But after that show on December 21st, I was like, all right, let's do some proper vacation. So I'm in that mode, you know, that mellow uh, vacation mode. Um, and so I've been with my kids and Kristen, we, we, uh, we were around here in LA and then we drove to Phoenix on Christmas day and um, we went to a football game in Phoenix and we were with our friends Zach and Holly and then we all went to Star Wars. Oh, seriously, how great is that? I literally found myself going, that's Han Solo, Han Solo. Like they made a new movie with Chewbacca. Like that's Princess Leia. Like there she is. They actually made this movie. Um, and then I got on this cooking like thing where I've been cooking nonstop. I made my own vegan cheese, um, which actually tastes pretty amazing. And uh, so that's what I've been doing. And probably some of you, you know, they're like these energies and sometimes you're on it and you're like making outlines and you got things to say. And then other times you're just sort of hanging out. You've made a fire, you go out for a stroll. Um, and so I'm sort of in that gear. So... <laughs> Uh, Christmas, wait, wait, no, New Year's Eve, I was with some friends and we were going surfing, but it was like there was no swell, so we got stand-up paddle boards, and we were out paddling in the ocean, and uh, we saw some whales, and we went down to these caves. There are these caves um, that I've been to before where if the tide is right, you can get off your board and you can kind of swim into the cave, and then... Um, it's like really, really cool. And so it's crisp, It's New Year's Eve and my friends and I go down to these caves. We paddle down to these caves that are a ways down the shoreline. And uh, one of my friends, as we're paddling along, he's talking about how he's like, I just want to be, I want to be the best dad. I want to be the best husband. I want to like do my work in the world. And he says to me, would you baptize me? So, and I said, of course I would. So we got down to the caves and there were a group of us, we swam into the caves and one of the caves, the top, 
the it's open to the sky and so we're in this cave and the light is shining down into the cave like in these shafts like these beams of light that are bouncing off the water and um my my friend dave stood on one side of our friend and i stood on the other and we each put a hand on his shoulder and i did we did like a baptism service and i said to him you know why do you want to be baptized and then we went through um why he wants to be baptized and then i said because of this um i baptizing you in the name of the father the son the holy spirit and then buried in the likeness of his death and then we lowered him down into the water raised in the likeness of his resurrection because there's this death and rebirth rhythm built in it's a pattern it's a truth built into the fabric of creation it holds everything together and baptism is this extraordinarily powerful very mystical ritual where you are enacting a death and resurrection an old life and a new life and i pull him up out of the water raised in the likeness of christ's resurrection and a wave comes into the cave and like just sort of washes over all of us and the light is coming down through the top of the cave and it's new year's eve and the water's like i don't know 58 59 degrees we're all in wetsuits um and so we're all hugging and my friend who'd been baptized comes up out of the water and he does this like victory joy celebration yell of uh somebody who is in the midst of a an overwhelming transcendent experience i wish i could have recorded that sound with the sound of the water echoing off the walls of the cave it was one of those moments and we're all in our wetsuits hugging and just having this extraordinary moment and then we hopped on our boards and as the sun set paddled back um did i mention that we saw some whales um so that's how the year ended not a bad way to end the year would you agree because that's what we want right that's what i want that's what you want we want a fresh start uh, we want to feel like we can leave certain things behind so that we can enter into new life and uh, so that's how the year ended um, oh and by the way in december i interviewed alexander shia our beloved friend um, who wrote this extraordinary book heart and mind about the quadratus and i've interviewed him multiple times now and uh, i know those of you who listened you may have picked up that it didn't seem like he was at peak energy he was bringing this extraordinary wisdom and insight like he always does to the christmas story and to this young jewish girl facing this extraordinary challenge and struggle and how was she going to respond and what was he going to bring out of her and uh i was interviewing him and he led us through this profound meditation on the nature of the christmas story um, but he said i'm not feeling that well and he left my house after that robcast interview and uh he went to the doctor and found out he has a, a cancerous tumor and uh apparently he's going to be okay but um just if you think of our brother alexander shia just love and prayers send some love and prayers his way i am and alexander if you're listening thank you for sharing us uh with us all your wisdom and um we hope you rebound and recover with more strength and vitality than ever so um, if you listen to that and you found that interview particularly powerful 
our brother was in some serious, uh, some serious pain when he was talking to us then. Because um, you just never know what's going on, do you? That's just the way it is. Oh, and then a number of you know about the Compassion Collective. Um, Glennon, uh, also known as Monastery, uh, Monastery, and Cheryl Strayed, who's written all kinds of things, among them Wild, that book that was a Reese Witherspoon movie, and our beloved friend Elizabeth Gilbert and Brene Brown, a friend of mine from uh, Texas. The five of us uh, went to all of the people who um, sort of listened to us, and we invited everybody to give a small gift to raise money for refugees, because right now Europe is going through a massive refugee crisis. And our goal was to raise a million dollars. And in a little over a day, um, you all pitched in and we raised $1.25 million. <laughs> Is that unreal? Kind of blows, my, it just totally blows my mind. Um, and we had a max gift of $25. So it turns out 40,000 people each gave gifts. And uh, so we've been interacting and corresponding with the people on the ground there. And they're just blown away with the amount of blankets, lights, food, medical care we're, we're going to be able to give to refugees. So all that happened in that last week of um, December. So all of you who pitched in on that, thank you um, so much. And then my beloved friend Glenn found out that he has cancer. And we were together on uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And I'm just sending my beloved friend Glenn all the love I can, and all you Robcast people. At some point, I'm going to interview Glenn, and you're going to be like, oh my word, your friend is unbelievable. But um, it's just been one of those seasons. And then my mentor, the legendary Edward G. Dobson, um, who took me under his wing when I was 24 and taught me, uh, he showed me what preaching could be. Um, the only man I've ever met who loves sermons as much as I do. Um, Ed fought a courageous battle with ALS, and he passed on last week. So um, all sorts of joy and pain and cancer and celebration and new life and challenges, it's all there. That's the, how the thing goes. So whatever you're going through, um, whatever this season as one year ended and another year began. Um, my, heart's, uh, my, my heart, my love, my prayers are with you. And I've even, I'm calling this, this episode uh, a New Year's prayer for you because there's this line in the scriptures that I just love and I've been thinking about it a ton this past couple of weeks and I figured I would just start the year. Um, there's this, it's like a section of a prayer in the letter to the Ephesians in the New Testament where the writer says, to his people, to his, to his tribe that he's writing to. He says, now, it's almost like a benediction, like a crescendo to this long section. He says, now to the, to, the, to the divine, to the God who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine, according to God's great power that is at work within us. That's such a great line. Now to the God who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine. And maybe the word God for you is loaded down with all sorts of uh, unfavorable categories and concepts. That's fine. Spirit, being, universe, truth, whatever you want to say. Now to the God who is able to do immeasurably more 
than all we could ask or imagine, according to God's great power that is at work within us. And it's just a snippet from a much larger train of thought that the writer is doing. But I just love that. And one of the reasons I love it is because I was thinking the past couple days back to a year ago, end of December, beginning of January, beginning of 2015, I had... uh, some projects I was working on that I was assuming I would spend all of 2015 working on. And then those projects finished sooner than I had expected. And I literally had a day in January, beginning of January with like, wait, all of the sudden my schedule has opened up and all the things I assumed I would be doing are done. What am I doing this year? And it was a really honestly jarring kind of invigorating slash terrifying. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a part of you is like, oh my word, th- this is serious. And a part of you is like, whoa, what's going to go on here? And I've just been knocked down too much and had too many things go sideways. And I've had too many things fall apart. <laughs> and I've had too many things not go how they were supposed to. Um, I've had too many things blow up in my face to not know that whenever that happens, get ready because something new is coming and you're going to be fine. It's just happened too much. And once you've been knocked down enough, And then later you realize that getting knocked down was the best thing that could have happened. You sort of relax about some of this. But I had this moment uh, a year ago, early January of 2015, like, wait, what? What am I going to do here? And it was in that time um, that a couple of friends had said, like, you should do a podcast. And I was like, a podcast? I don't even, I don't listen to podcasts. What even is a podcast? Um, And they're like, just get a mic and just say some stuff and see what happens. And everything for me has always worked basically by just trying the next thing. There's never been a master plan other than just make the next thing. So it was uh, probably that first week in January. I uh, borrowed a microphone from my son that was in like like a cupboard in his room, plugged it in and did the first Robcast. And within a couple of days, so many of you were like responding like, this is great, make some more. So I made some more. And honestly, the, the Robcast has, I, I never, I'm like literally getting emotional thinking about it, like tearing up. It has been such an unbelievable joy and unexpected surprise to do this podcast and then start doing it every week and to have you all who listen respond like you have. It has just, it has been one of the, one of the handful of best uh, creative work experiences of doing my work in the world. Um, And then at the end of December, Apple named the Robcast one of the best um, podcasts of 2015, which my friends tell me this is like a really big deal. They're like, no, seriously, that's a really big deal. I don't know anything about this stuff, by the way. Like, is it really, that's a big deal? Yeah, that's a really big deal. And then Apple said, now this is the graphic you can use. And there's very sort of guidelines about how you can put the word out. Um, And so it's like you make plans and you throw yourself into it and then it all blows up and you're fine. In fact, you're better than ever. Um, And for me, actually, the greatest frustration over the years has been I have so many things I'm making that I want to share. And like you think about traditional publishing is you put out a book every 18 months. So if I have four books in my head and I get the fifth idea 
That's great. Great. That idea I can share with people in 2021. Do you know what I mean? Like traditionally the way it goes, there are these set times um, and you can't really mess with certain ways things are done. But with the Robcast, I could just say it. If I wanted to do a week and a half on politics and guns, I could just do it. So I did it in December. Or I've carried around some of that forgiveness material forever. And I've done that content here and there, but never in one coherent stretch. And so like in October with you all, I just did one every day. And so this whole podcast, Robcast, um, this medium as a creative medium has just opened up these extraordinary possibilities of how I can do my work with and do it even more. And, um, and if I want to talk for an hour, I can. And it's, and if we want to make it short, we can. And if we want to, and then when I go, uh, like if you and I go to lunch, I'm going to start asking you questions because I think people are really interesting. I think people are fascinating. There's something holy and sacred when you enter into somebody's story and you ask them a thousand questions and you find out what what they're thinking about and what they're feeling and what they've experienced. And uh, so when I am with people, I ask them lots and lots of questions. And then I got the idea that I should just start recording these conversations. So I started posting those as part of the Robcast and you all like love them. So I keep getting to introduce you to all these people. And Oh, and by the way, the people who I'm going to interview in this next year, <laughs> oh, my word, I cannot, there are some people I'm going to introduce you to, good Lord, just amazing. And there's some people that you've heard of who have literally said, could I come on the Robcast? To which I respond, uh, yes, you can. So um, you're going to hear from some people that you've heard of, and then you're going to meet some more people, and I've um, been scheduling them, and it's just so exciting. So I say all that to say I never saw this Robcast coming. There was no plan to do it. It was literally the be- a year ago. Why don't I just try doing a podcast? And then it also gives me a way to tell you, like if I'm coming to your town, I can tell you. It gives me another way um, to introduce you to people that I would love to introduce you to. I have all these teachings and ideas and content that I can just give you. This whole thing exploded and it was never part of some grand plan. It was just like fumbling around in the dark, trying things. And so as you enter a new year, you throw yourself into it, you make plans and goals, and then you also know that it may all go completely balls up. You know what I'm saying? It may all completely fall apart and none of the things that you want to happen may happen, but a bunch of other things may happen and it's just going to be fine. What I had in mind didn't happen, but then what happened is so different and so much better. Now, to the one who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine, according to the great divine power that is at work within us. It's the great mystery of life in the modern world that there would be a power, a force, a divine being at work for you, a God who is for you, who wants you to thrive, who wants you to find joy, who is present with us in cancer and loss and heartache and defeat. It's the presence in the absence. You know what I'm talking about? It's when 
everything is empty and cold and dark, and yet there is the presence in the absence. Now to the God who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine. So what are you asking for? What do you want? Like when you think about 2016, what do you want? Uh, and not like a shallow, like, well, you know, I just want, no, no, seriously, like, what do you want? What do you want for yourself? Uh, true spirituality is not about running away from your desires. It's about going into the heart of them. It's not about putting some sort of sanctified sugar coating and saying, well, you know, I just want a you know, world peace. That's fine. Great. I want you to want world peace. But what do you want? What do you really, really want? The problem isn't your desires. The problem is that isn't that you want too many things. The problem is that you don't desire enough. That's usually the problem with us. So don't, st don't stop short. Go further. What is it that you want? Um, and ask for it. Beg for it. Plead for it. Go for it. Do you want a new car? Great. Then ask for a car. And see, oftentimes this stuff gets trivialized. Like, oh, but that's actually where we live. Um, what, do you, what do you want? Do you want to be an explosion of love into the world? Do you want courage? Uh, joy and a meaningful path in the world often starts when you're honest about what you want. And oftentimes we don't want enough. Our wants are so small, they're shallow, they don't have, and here's the next word, very much imagination. And the reason why I love this snippet of this sort of doxology, it's like this epic prayer, is not to the God who's able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine. So oftentimes we have a deficit of imagination. What could your life look like? What could it be? Um, is there a situation where you need courage? So we need to ask for courage. And maybe you give 2016, I'm going to become a courageous person. And I'm going to identify all of those small moments when there was something I needed to do or say, and I didn't. And they were, they were just little things, but I didn't act on them. And then it builds up over time to this feeling like of regret. Sometimes we're angry or we're depressed and depression has an element to which it's anger turned inward. Maybe sometimes we're hypercritical of others, but it's really because we just wish we would have acted differently. And so the power of a new year is you set your course. Your intentions are nuclear. Do you realize that? Your intentions are nuclear. You decide that you're gonna go after something and then you go after it. Oh my word, do you realize what that can unleash in the world? Or is there some skill that you do not have that you want? Maybe you aren't good at forgiving people. And so you just decide, I am gonna learn how to forgive you. I'm gonna inhale every little bit of information I can get about forgiving people. Every single person I meet who has forgiven someone, I'm gonna ask them 3,000 questions about how they forgave. You can literally do this. This is the unbelievable thing that's true about life in this universe. <laughs> I just speak for life in this universe. I can't speak for other universes. That was a joke. I hope you found it funny. But you can literally decide you're going to get better at something. And then you can set your intention and then you can go after it with everything you have and you can make progress. Maybe you have financial debt. And so this year is about freedom. You are going to get out of debt. 
By the way, the great lie is that this is as good as it gets. You realize that, right? That is the great lie. The great lie is this is as good as it gets. And to be vibrant and alive is always to challenge whatever lies you've bought into, which is the power of this prayer. Now to the one who is able to do. And by the way, the able there in the original Greek is dunamis. It's where we get the word dynamite. Now to the one who is able to bring some dynamite to whatever it is you could ask or imagine. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Which I love the dynamite issue, uh, idea, the linkage there et etymologically because of how often the thing that you are currently living with or the mode that you are in or the bad habits that you have developed or the dysfunctional uh, thing that's happening in a relationship, sometimes it all has to be blown up so that you can move to a better place. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And maybe for you at the beginning of this year, you've been trying to hold something together that doesn't deserve to be held together. Maybe you've been playing the game, you're pretending like you're believing and thinking like everybody else in your tribe, but the truth is you have moved on and you keep going through the motions because you know if you tell everybody where you're really at, it's going to get awkward. Here's the deal, 2016, this is the year for things to get awkward. I cannot tell you how many people I interact with who are like, oh yeah, I have grown so much in my worldview. I've, things have gotten so much bigger and better and more interesting. And yet I'm around people, good people, people I love and respect who I, I haven't told them any of this. And I just basically pretend like I'm somebody I'm not. Maybe this is the year when you stop pretending. And if you are true and authentic and honest with who you are, things may get blown into a thousand pieces. And here's the deal, that's okay. Now to the one who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine according to God's great power that is at work within us. At the heart of this prayer is the assumption that there is power at work in the universe. Is there some situation where you have been trying to make something happen on your own power, your own steam, and you just keep pushing, you just keep pulling, you just keep trying, and it's not happening. And maybe this is the year where you let it go. You gave it everything you got, and it didn't become what you thought it was supposed to be or whatever, and so you just surrender it. And you just say, I am not going to keep trying to do this in my steam in my power. And you open yourself up to forces and power way beyond you. Maybe there's a situation. Do you have a specific situation that is driving you mental? It's so frustrating. It's so depressing. It's so discouraging and frustrating. And maybe you say about that situation right now, God, I'm inviting you into this. Please do something really massive because on my own, I've just made a mess of it. What are the few things this year that you're going to give yourself to? What are the few things that you are going to pour your energies into? Because you can only do a few things. So a couple questions. What are you going to leave behind 
uh, by the way, do you have any stuff that you need to get rid of? For me, always it begins by getting rid of stuff that I don't need. We often will just go through our house and just take a box and just put stuff and give it away. Like we don't need all this stuff. Is your garage only have the things you need to do this year well? Um, does your closet, does your desk, what's on your desk? What's in your closet? Do you have clothes that you haven't worn in 2015? Why do you have these clothes? On behalf of the universe, I ask you, why do you have these clothes? <laughs> what are the few things you're going to give yourself to? And do you have any clutter? Do you have any junk? Do you have any stuff? Do you have any things you don't use? And by the way, physical things have spiritual weight. We all realize that, right? When we have too much stuff, it weighs us down at a deep, energetic, spiritual level. So maybe we need to leave behind some of this stuff. Uh, is there somebody who has hurt you? And we need to stop ruminating and obsessing about this person that hurt you. Because the things you have to do in 2016, you have to use all of your energies for this precious, sacred work that you have to do in the world. Because you do. You have work to do in the world. We need you to do your work. And if you are spending energy obsessing and ruminating on how somebody hurt you, that's energy that could be spent on you giving your best self to the world. So is there somebody you need to forgive? Is there some situation that sort of went south on you and you keep bringing it up and we need to put it to bed, we need to put it to rest? Because now we're in a new year and we can't keep bringing that up. Is there somebody who you have been trying to help them, and I'm using air quotes here, get it? Is there somebody who you have been trying to get them to think or believe or act a certain way and it hasn't been happening. They aren't coming along. You love them and have a wonderful plan for their life, but they just simply aren't submitting to it. And maybe now we decide that we're gonna stop trying to force or convince or cajole that person into being somebody they're not. They're not ready, they don't wanna come, they haven't seen what you've seen, so you need to leave them behind. Is there something that you were handed that you don't want to carry around anymore? Is there some belief system? Is there some perspective? Are there some assumptions that you were handed that they don't work anymore? And so we just need to leave it behind. It's okay. And maybe you have some guilt or shame from your tribe about it. Listen, you have serious, sacred, holy work to do in the world. And so you need to do it. And anything that's in the way, we need to let it go. And then... For some, is it as simple as opening your hands, maybe palms up, and it's a prayer, it's a mantra in which you just say, I'm asking for some imagination here. Maybe your work has gotten soul crushing. Maybe you're out of ideas with how to guide your kids well, and you need imagination. Now, to the divine being who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine, according to God's great power that is at work within us. Spirit moves through all of us. The divine is at work in us and all around us. And we get these moments, we happen to have this calendar where we divide the year up. We get these moments when we start fresh and we open ourselves up and we have all of our plans and goals and dreams and we throw ourselves into it. And at the same time, we know 
that it all could completely train wreck and fall apart and we're going to be fine because that just means something new will burst into our lives. Yeah, it's a new year. It's a new year. And my prayer for you is that the one who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine, the one whose great power is at work within you, will give you imagination, will show you your desires and show you even bigger desires. I want you to have joy. I want you to love your life. I want there to be this like nuclear reaction happening within you where you're so in awe that you even are here and you get to live this life and you get to do this. So if you have some stuff in your life, some clutter, you have some junk, you have some stuff, let's get rid of it. Let's go now. Let's get rid of it. And you have somewhat anger or, or a lack of forgiveness or bitterness towards somebody, let's go, let's work through that. Might take you all year, that's fine. Maybe your goal for 2016 is simply to forgive some this certain person. Great, let's do it, let's do it. Set your intentions, your intentions are nuclear. And let's do this. Now, it's Sunday, there's some NFL games. I'm experimenting with an, a vegan almond pesto on a gluten-free pasta with a cocoa cherry smoothie. I don't know about you, but this just sounds so good. I'm gonna go back and do some cooking. I'm gonna watch some football. I'm gonna take a walk with my kids. I'm sitting in front of the fire. That's what we got going. Even though it's not hot, I'm not cold, I'm still gonna make a, have a little fire. And that's what I'm gonna do because I still have some vacation left. And to all of you, my deepest love and joy, thank you. Um, for all of the ways that you send your love right back to me. And uh, it's going to be a good one. I'm telling you, 2016, we're going some really interesting places. In the next couple of weeks, I'll be filling you in on some new things happening that you can be a part of. And uh, oh yeah, good stuff coming. Much love, grace and peace, my friends.